Welcome to More Than Medicine, where Jesus is more than enough for the ills that plague our culture and our country. Hosted by author and physician, Dr. Robert Jackson, and his wife, Carlotta, and daughter, Hannah Miller. So listen up, because the doctor is in. Welcome to More Than Medicine. I'm your host, Dr. Robert Jackson, bringing to you biblical insights and stories from the country doctor's rusty, dusty scrapbook. Well, I have a special guest with me today. Uh, My guest is Josiah Magnuson. He's a representative in the South Carolina legislature. And there's some issues going on in the legislature that have caused me a little bit of concern. So I've asked Josiah to come and explain to my listening audience uh, what's been happening. It's a little bit under the radar for the last little while, but it's coming to the surface. And so, Josiah, can you tell my listening audience what's been happening uh, with the Freedom Caucus? First of all, tell us who the Freedom Caucus is, and then tell us what's been happening with those legislators in our uh, House of Representatives in South Carolina. Well, thank you, Dr. Jackson, and it's always a pleasure to be with you. And um, the, the Freedom Caucus is a great group of about 20 Republican legislators that are, we, we say we're the uh, Republican wing of the Republican Party, and uh, we are trying to uh, set a standard, set a, an example of courage and leadership to uh, to really push forward conservative issues that, um, you know, a lot of Republican legislators would say that they support, but not everybody necessarily stands up to the club in Columbia um, to really try to get those issues uh, to the forefront. So the Freedom Caucus is a place that we can strategize to do that, that we can kind of hold each other accountable and uh, and try to to pull together in the same direction um, to to achieve conservative wins for South Carolina. I get you. I get you. All right. Well, now, uh, I understand that the, the Republican Party at large, the larger group of Republicans, have a loyalty oath that the that they require all the Republican legislators to adhere to or sign uh, each legislative session. Is that correct? So I, I don't use the words loyalty oath. However, I think that there is a a pledge that they've been requiring of us. Um, it's an incumbent protection pledge is kind of the way I would describe it. Um the what they've been telling us, and this has gone on for the last two or three months at least, um, which is they want us to commit not to campaign against any other Republican House member. Um, the and they want us to sign on the dotted line that we'll comply with that and adhere to it. And um, you know, they actually um, th- this has never been done before uh, in the South Carolina House Republican Caucus. We're not aware of any other state that has done it. And um, the thing that is so egregious for us is that campaigning is left undefined. It's really, uh, you know, just sort of up for interpretation. And so almost anything could be, in theory, considered campaigning. Uh, Initially, when this was first floated, uh, there was discussion that it was going to include things like posting pictures of the voting board and talking about, you know, which legislators are uh, are advocating on which issues and that sort of thing. And 
we've and they've walked that back. Leadership has said that that's not what they intended it to mean, but they won't define what they do want it to mean. So it's very concerning to us that um, that we're being asked to pledge something that that has never been required before in support of basically the power structure in Colombia, uh, incumbents that are already in office, uh, and we don't even know really what we're pledging to do. Josiah, when exactly did this loyalty oath come into existence? Is this a new thing, or is this something that's been going on for a long time in the Republican Party in South Carolina? So we've had uh, rules for the House Republican Caucus all along. Um, I think uh, Majority Leader Davey Hyatt put a statement out yesterday talking about that we've had rules um, all along. That is not what we what is being discussed, though, when we talk about this this incumbent protection pledge. That is something that's completely new. It came up for the first time in I think it was October. It was at a fall meeting that we had of the Republican caucus in Columbia. And uh, and it's just kind of simmered until um, it came through December. And then in January, it was kind of sprung on us again that we were going to be required to sign this. Mm-hmm. And um, and they have. Another thing that they've framed this is that it's about uh, confidentiality. I understand that we need confidentiality behind closed doors with certain, you know, strategic conversations, so we don't get um, information, you know, about what is happening, uh, you know, to the Democrats or, or people that would use it. Uh, maybe some in the media would use this against us. So, but but that again is not what this is about either. We're, we are okay. The Freedom Caucus has always been okay with confidentiality. In the Republican caucus, what we're not okay with is being told we have to agree to essentially support whoever gets elected as a Republican, regardless of their principles and what they do, uh, you know, in terms of how they vote and what issues they advocate for, whether they support the Republican Party platform or not. Well, now, an incumbent protection pledge, is that your name for this or or is the a Republican establishment calling it that kind of pledge. That's that's how I describe it. Um, okay. They have used a lot of different ways to, to sort of uh, you know explain this away. Um, they want to say it's just the rules. They want to say it's just an agreement. Um, but but my word for it is incumbent protection pledge because that's what I think the effect of this is is when you're having to sign to to commit to that you won't do any kind of campaign activities against another Republican House member, um, to me, that's exactly what is happening. And and there's no qualification or definition, again, of those terms. It's just whatever uh, really the body of the caucus decides uh, that those terms mean. Well, if I was a a Republican legislator, I wouldn't sign a pledge like that because you know, if if there are Republican legislators who run on a Republican platform and then violate that, and 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 begin to um, uh, vote for or against legislation that violates the Republican pledge, then I would do everything I could to see that they are not elected again, and uh, I, I couldn't vote for some kind of incumbent protection pledge, and I, I can't imagine that they. And the establishment would require that of you in the Freedom Caucus. That, to me, is unconscionable. Well, I agree. And it, and again, it's never been done before. And we've looked at other states that have tried this. Um, there was one time that it, it looks like it happened in South Dakota. 
but that was struck down uh, by a court. So, you know, these things where they've been tried before have have actually uh, been found to be illegal. And um, so we feel like we're very justified in fighting um, for our constitutional right of free speech. I mean, we didn't give that up when we got elected as legislators and certainly as Republicans. You know, the Republican Party is should be about, um, you know, we're not going to trade freedom for beneficence, you know, as the Republican Party platform says, and we're not going to cower to any master save our God. You know, we're, we're not here for, um, for that. We are here to, to speak out on behalf of the people, of our constituents. And if there is a situation that arises where we need to advocate for a candidate, then we should have the freedom to do that. It's just plain and simple. That's right. That's right. And our Republican establishment should be the very first ones to protect your privilege and freedom to do such a thing. Well, why haven't we heard such a thing uh, about all this going on in the legislature? Has this been happening in a corner? I hadn't heard much about it until just a few weeks ago. So it has been under the, um, you know, the the cloak of the confidentiality. And again, I I think that there's a a need sometimes for confidentiality. You don't want to air your dirty laundry in the public. But, um, you know, the Freedom Caucus has been very careful to try to keep keep that confidentiality and, and keep from being uh, pegged as some, you know, leakers or, or people that, that throw information out there or, or, you know, for personal gain or something. Um, because we know that that's a lot of what the establishment, the establishment tries to paint us as. So we've been very careful. Um, and um, the leaking that has happened though, has been from the other side. In fact, there's um, the New York times actually ran an article about this and, uh, and complimented South Carolina House Republican leadership for what they called pushing back against the hard right. Um, and uh, and they said that that was a good thing, that we should have the Republican Party uh, actually basically, um, you know, undermining the conservative movement across the country and that South Carolina is an example of uh, how to do that. Oh um, so I think a compliment <laughs> from The New York Times is probably not where you want to be if you're a South Carolina Republican. But the, but the New York Times actually said that their source – for what was going on was somebody in the room at the Republican caucus meeting where we had been barred from entering into that Republican caucus meeting. So only the people in there were people who had signed this pledge uh, and somebody from who somebody who signed the pledge, which includes confidentiality, was the person who actually went to The New York Times and talked about what was going on. And uh, and so that to me is just crazy. That's a that's a breach of their own confidentiality pledge. They did. They broke their own <laughs> pledge and they went to the liberal media to talk and to try to divide Republicans. And so that's how um, this story has started to get out. Well, now, who's driving the resistance to the pledge? Is it the Freedom Caucus or somebody else? Well, I think that the when you say the the pledge itself, I, I think that it's, you know, um, you said resistance to the pledge. Yes, sir. The, I think the resistance to the pledge, yes, is is primarily Freedom Caucus members. Um, I think that we have other allies in in the Republican Caucus that would like to see the issue go away. Um, but but in basic terms, I mean, I will tell you that that everybody who has refused to sign the pledge is a Freedom Caucus member. So um, so I think it is largely the Freedom Caucus that has had the courage to to step up and draw that line in the sand. I got you. I got you. Well, now, what can we do, those folks that are my listeners? 
What can we do to help the conservative legislators stand strong? Those of you who are members of the Freedom Caucus and encourage other legislators to, quote, see the light because there, there's a division there and and um, the Republican establishment doesn't need to squelch freedom-loving legislators. Yes. Well, I think that uh, I appreciate that question. I think that the first thing is that people can pray for us. I think that the longer that I'm in Colombia, the more convinced I am that this is spiritual warfare. I think you and I have talked about that in the past, that that we have to be um, so much more on our guard in a spiritual sense. And so your your prayers truly matter. Um, you know, I, I, I do. I feel them. I feel the strength. And I know that the Lord gives me that strength when I need it. So so that's extremely valuable. But I would say the other thing you can do is is talk to your legislator and ask them, you know, did you sign uh, this pledge, this agreement? Um, don't let them equivocate on what it is. Um, but but just ask them to tell you the details of what happened. Ask them if they know that the Freedom Caucus made multiple offers to define what campaign activities are. Ask them if they know that we were physically barred from entry uh, from the Republican caucus by Majority Leader, Leader Davey Hyatt. Um, those sorts of things are things that I think a lot of people don't understand. They think that we're just um, we, we've just left the group and, and we're just trying to be you know, a pain to everybody. Um, but the truth is that we consider ourselves full members of the Republican caucus. There's no reason why we shouldn't be. Um, and and this pledge is is the only thing that is standing in our way. If, if we are able to, um, you know, either define what campaign activities are in such a way that doesn't limit our freedom of speech and and right to, you know, tell our constituents and the rest of the state of South Carolina what's going on in Columbia, um, then we're OK with it. But we're not going to agree to that. And, and we're certainly um, and, and if they want to physically bar us from entry um, you know, in the Republican caucus, then then they need to be accountable to their constituents for that. So I think people need to be asking those sorts of questions. Um, and then thirdly, I think I would I would call um, the members of House leadership, and that would be Davy Hyatt himself. Um, Jay West is another one that can can be an influence in this process. Uh, he's the assistant majority leader. And Merle Smith is the Speaker of the House, uh, and then uh, Tommy Pope and Micah Kasky. I would say those five are ones that have a lot of influence here um, on what happens, um, and um, and they've unfortunately been pretty hostile so far. But I think the more that we can let our voice be heard uh, and just tell them, look, you guys need to work with the Freedom Caucus. And and this should not be about personalities. This should be about ideas. This should be about conservatism. Um, and um, and we need to set our egos aside. I think those are all things that they need to hear from the people of South Carolina. Now, should our listeners ask their legislator to withdraw their support of that loyalty pledge or whatever you want to call it? Yes, I think that that is a, a great thing to do. I think that's that would be a great idea for them to call their representative. And if, if they're not a member of the Freedom Caucus, um, or even if they are, then, you know, just just ask politely but firmly um, if they've signed this agreement. And if they if they have, then ask them to to take it back and ask them to come over to the 
to the Freedom Caucus and see what we can do to work together for conservative legislation. Because um, we do have some incredible bills that we're putting forward. I mean, the Parents' Bill of Rights is an incredible one. Um, universal school choice. You know, we've got the South Carolina Sovereignty Act pushed back against unconstitutional federal legislation. Um, you know, the list goes on. Uh, so we we need we need people to to rally to our side. Uh, I mean, eliminating the, the certificate of need. You and I have talked about that. You know, allowing a situation where we have a a, a really legitimate doctor patient relationship again that that's not monopolized by the hospitals. All of these things are good for South Carolina. Uh, but we're not going to get anywhere if the the focus is on beating back conservative legislators, um, and and you know if that's if that's what the Republican leadership wants to be focused on this session, um, then I think the people should be uh, should not allow that to happen. All righty, well we're listening to Josiah Magnuson. He's a South Carolina representative. He's a member of the Freedom Caucus. Our discussion today has been about the loyalty oath or loyalty pledge that the Republican leadership is requiring their members to sign. Uh, The Freedom Caucus members have been unwilling to sign that, and we've discussed the reasons why. Our challenge to you, our listeners today, is to call your legislator. Ask them if they've signed that pledge, and if they have, challenge them to rescind their signature. Challenge them to uh, invite the Freedom Caucus members into the larger Republican uh, caucus and to not, quote, kick out the Freedom Caucus members who are refusing to sign that loyalty pledge. And uh, call the members of the Freedom Caucus and give them your support. Let them know that you stand with them. Josiah, I thank you for being uh, with us today, and I appreciate what you stand for. And just want you to know that our prayers are with you and the members of the Freedom Caucus. Thank you, Dr. Jackson. That means so much. All right. You're listening to More Than Medicine. I'm your host, Dr. Robert Jackson. Thank you for listening to this edition of More Than Medicine. For more information about the Jackson Family Ministry, Dr. Jackson's books, or to schedule a speaking engagement, go to their Facebook page, Instagram, or their webpage at jacksonfamilyministry.com. This podcast is produced by Bob Sloan Audio Production at bobsloan.com.